you're live. We are live. Well, we're not live, but we're on recording. We're live recording. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. This is Brent and Chris Talk. This is. Uh, and so talk we shall. We shall. We had, we had an episode. Oh, don't do this to me. We gotta tell them. Had this <sighs> wonderful episode planned. Uh, the research was... I, I don't even want to, you know, undersell it, but it was like a work of art. We went into it. We went into it. We went deep. Because we felt it. so bad that we did this episode on, you know, Biden and Warren and Sanders. Yep. We thought, you know who we neglected to look at? Who yeah. we should take a deep, deep dive into? Drive out there to South, South Bend, Bend Indiana and, and talk to the people who elected this Man, their mayor. Yep. Real interview kind of stuff. Real interview. Deep documentary type work. Hard hitting. That's right. Heavy. Heavy. Just a lot. Just a lot. And um, so if you don't know, we're talking about Pete Buttigieg. And as we sit here, Chris, what just what just happened hours ago? Oh, it was announced about uh, He threw hours. the freaking <laughs> towel in. He's Son gone. of a beastie! <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. So oh, uh, I want to. Res I'm reserving my f bomb. So yeah. I didn't drop it there. That's good. We'll do a live but, one. Oh my gosh! That changes the dynamic a bit, doesn't mm -hmm. it, sir? Yeah, we're not gonna talk about him because uh, I don't think anyone. There's nothing to talk about now. Yeah, about the guy him. just left. He threw in the white flag. So as white as my shirt. Let's talk about what this means. Why did he throw in the flag? Well, he never finished first. Yep. So <laughs> good starting place. He ran what second, second, and then like a distant fourth, something like that. Oh, wait, no, he did come in first. I'm sorry, in Iowa, I thought. Oh, maybe, yeah. Which is interesting. You're right. Iowa picked up on him. Okay, you're right. Yeah. But still, he his momentum faded fast. The staying power of the Buddha Judge name was not there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nevada, he basically came out of that saying that he saw anomalies in the vote-taking. Yep, in and, Nevada. Yeah. And then he, after that, it would start throwing, throwing the insults at Sanders. Right. Which, I mean... He sort of seemed like clinging at straws. I agree. I think Warren tried that attacking Sanders, and then... Oh, yeah. Threw a major curveball to the guy, and he hit that sucker hard. Yeah, and I don't think she's done that again. No, she, she even had the whole like on, uh, Bloomberg. They even had the live moment, a live mic, hot mic moment type thing in CNN, right? Oh, Where yeah. she even said, "You called me a liar on national I TV." I think she just called me a liar on yeah, national television. Mm -hmm. Isn't it amazing how that didn't amount to anything? Oh, it did. It amounted to her tanking in the polls. Well, I mean, like in terms of benefit, she was looking for. Oh yeah, I mean, I I hope, gone. I hope the staff person of hers that leaked that story, in the hopes of getting her, they pushed so, it hard too. Yep, I hope that person got axed. That got burned. Yeah, it did. It got burned hard. So uh, I have this uh, grand conspiracy, if you will. Maybe it was because of our last week's show, which was so good. Yeah, there was a lot of depth there. I'm excited. We're gonna go more into that part twos in certain certain pieces. So stay tuned. Yeah. We also thought about, like, last week, we tried to cram this massive history uh, exploration well, of, a, of a different history. We dropped 
bombs type size topics, right? right? And there's only so much we can put into tying it all together in the time span. Like, we try to keep these hour to an hour and 20. To be fair, like, we don't want to just crush your day or your time. Like, we want it to be a leisurely listen to it, get some good information out of it, and inform your own opinions from it. Yeah. Um, but... We're not going for Rogan, like, three hours. I mean, we could, totally. When we get paid, he gets paid, like, 50 million a year from his podcast. Yeah, you know, if I'm making 50 million a year, I will put tons of time into it. I would, I would... I would rush Limbaugh at three hours a day. We would still be in the same studio. (laughs) Yeah. But we'd find a way to bring you guests of a high caliber. High caliber. They would come to us. That's right. To be on our show. That's right. And they will still. They'll sell us short. They will come. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. You know, I feel bad. This might be a good place. How was Mm. your week? Oh, man. My week was great. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, went by quick, as usual, but I got a lot of good stuff done. Got some cleaning done at the house. Got to hang out with Grandma today. That's so. great. That's great. Quality time. Spend time. Um, can. Every second I can get, believe me, it's it's precious. That's rain. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of excited to hear it because I, I want the salt washed off my too. truck. Oh, I know. Oh, I just washed mine, luckily. Yeah. So... so. So yeah, my you got to do a daddy daughter dance. Yep, we did do that yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Pictures are amazing. Shout out to Peoria Christian. If you up for it, throw one of those on the uh, the Brent Chris Talk page if you want to. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I don't know if we're, we might keep our kids out of the page. I don't know. They're I think the show. it's yeah, it's worth mentioning that uh, families are there. We keep talking about them, so yeah, bring them up a little bit and let you guys in on some of some of the good stuff. But yeah, we had a lot of fun out there. And shout out to Peoria Christian for putting on a, a free evening of a lot of fun for her and me. And uh, Warren got to go out with mom and do the va- uh, the video game thing. And he looks like freaking Lieutenant Dan there going nuts in <laughs> Vietnam, just. <laughs> Going crazy, so everyone had a good time. Courtney posted a picture. Eleanor was out. Yeah, we got home. (laughs) She fell asleep. Uh, We made it to the bridge, uh, McCluggage, and uh, I asked, I was talking to her right up to that, and she said, I want to watch Frozen. And then, like, you know, maybe 10, 15 seconds later, I said, Hey, Eleanor, what do you want for a snack? Nothing. Yeah. So we get home, passed out, get upstairs, passed out, asleep, passed out. And then uh, Courtney wakes her up when she's trying to put her PJs on, and she goes, I want to watch Frozen. <laughs> like, that is sweet. Didn't lose a beat. That's, That's my great. daughter to a T. Like, she's a beast. Love that her. is great. So, yeah, mm. good times. Do you do, the, do you do the DVD in the car? We don't have that set up, but we've done, like, uh, iPad, like, iPads. download yeah. Storybots and Peppa. That kind of thing. I wish I, I tried to get into Storybots. This wasn't my jam. You know, um, there's there's the episodes on Netflix that are like pretty intense. Like they go into a lot of stuff and like it's like a show. Um, on YouTube, they have like a Storybots channel that's just a bunch of like the songs like tied together. Hmm. And we downloaded that. Okay. Which is awesome because like <laughs> two hours straight. I'm like the whole time storybots, da da. I know. <laughs> just singing to myself. The kids and I are going nuts, and it's like everything from the dinosaurs to they're like yeah. they're rap. There's a freaking pterodactyl and they're rapping and like that's amazing. There's a stegosaurus that does uh, like an MC Hammer play, yeah. and so it's, it's all kind of good stuff. Of kids songs, I'm hooked on right now. I'm hooked on the I think it's Green Eggs and Ham. I think on Netflix they did a Dr. Seuss show. I don't know if it's maybe it's Sam I Am. 
I don't know, they got a lot of the Dr. Seuss stories, like, you know, wove together uh, to have this uh, narrative yeah. of a grand scheme. Anyways, but the theme song on it is this song called Watch Me Backflip. Hmm. It is so catchy. I'm, like, listening to it on my Don't way to work those hooks. now. I know. It's freaking sinking. Oh, it's right like, on my alley, too. Yeah. At work, I find myself singing songs in my head all the time, like, walking along or sitting there doing spreadsheets. And when I get really mad, Daniel Tiger still plays in my head. I'm just like, it's so mad. When you're feeling frustrated, oh, yes. take a step back. And ask for help. That's great. <laughs> I get that when you get so mad that you want to roar. Oh! Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. <sighs> and count, count to four. four. <laughs> Me and Harry do that one a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. I like hey. those because I hate the animation on that show, but I like the I songs. I, I feel like the, the showrunner on there and the writers and stuff, they have done their research. I mean, it is so well thought out about, I mean, just the message The lessons. There. Yeah, mm -hmm. and there's so many shows, like, I mean, I get it. I loved Looney Tunes, and Harry's probably not, I mean, three's about that age for Looney Tunes, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's probably when I was watching them. My kids watch all kinds of different shows, and we were, what, were we Booba is the one that's slapsticky now, and I'm like, mm. uh, we can't do that. We watched the old school Mickey Mouse episodes where, like, it's Mickey Mouse when he's going to, like, the golf course with Pluto as his caddy. Oh, And, uh, like, they're, they're mad at the gopher, so, like, they're trying to take the gopher out, yeah. and the gopher's, like, biting Pluto's tail and whatever. Some like, Disney Plus? They're going nuts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they have, the, they have the classics on there. Okay. So, some of those, the message about like trying to kill the gopher is not great. Yeah. But the kids were like just in a in a trance. That's great. Watching it, and I remember like thinking back to my time, like, oh man, I was just down in Orange Crush and eating Oscar Mayer hot dogs that are probably just preserving my insides to no end. Nitrates. All that long. Yeah. Then falling asleep on a pull-out couch. We should do a food episode. We should. Oh man, that would be a three-hour episode. That would, and I would just, I would not want to do that research. Well, um... There's things I know I don't want to What do you know. want to talk about with food, though? That's the thing, like... We're, we're going the, into stuff that you would normally hear, not hear. Yeah, I... Well, the main thing I would focus on, in my mind, um, would be the preservatives that we use that have been banned in Europe. Yeah, see, that would... That, yeah, I would not be... I, yeah, there's a lot there I don't want to unpack, because I don't want to know. Um, but to be honest with you, I was thinking more along the lines of, Hey, what's your favorite food for the holidays? <laughs> we come at this from very different places. Yeah. I I like apple pie. Yeah, you know, on the Fourth of July. I think I've turned. I'm a vanilla ice cream, but no whipped cream kind of guy. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm picky. I like to make my own whipped cream. Uh, and whipped cream belongs on pumpkin pie. And I say it on my pumpkin pie. You know, it belongs on apple pie. Are you a communist? No, but it's gross. <laughs> vanilla custard. You and my fucking father-in-law. There's my f bomb. <laughs> There's the f bomb. We got his one. <laughs> Over pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah. Damn right it was. <laughs> Apple pie. Yeah. I Vanilla custard. I, I Dude, started to make that. Yeah. And I'm it, totally down with that. It's so good. It's this thick. It's amazing. If mm -hmm. you're not a custard knowledgeable person. Custard's fabulous. It's amazing. Silky. Yes. Mm. Uh, but I, I've liked peach pie recently. Dude, peach pie. Peach cobbler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I met a lady at work doesn't like cobbler. And I thought to myself instantly, I'm like, it's sort of like when you meet a person who doesn't like dogs. You're like, I don't like you. Yeah. There's something wrong with people who don't like dogs. Yeah. Cobbler's the best. Like it, I mean, like, I didn't like pie for the longest time because the fruit to crust ratio was too okay. much. Yeah. Cobbler fixes that. Yeah. Sauce. 
Yeah, and it's Has amazing. It and that, especially if you get the oat topping, that's a lot crispy. Mm -hmm. I grandma didn't do that because she was poor, but no, like she did like a full blown like she like slid it, and so like becomes like almost like a bake, and it's got uh, sugar and cinnamon on top. Yeah, and so it's like a a baked pie crust, super flaky. Chris, yeah. it's just Chris going flour, dude. Like, yep. You can feel your heart slowing down as you eat that shit, but oh my Some god, it is just it. yeah, it's so good. Like if I, if that's what kills me, it will have been well worth it. I'm not gonna go down this road. We, yeah. we'll, Anyways, we really are gonna yep. tie this back. Yeah. So how was your week, man? I uh, took yeah, it on a massively yeah. wrong path. No, that's fine. It was good. Uh, yeah. I again, I had to wrap up the funeral yeah. and services for my grandma, yeah. and um, I got to do. I actually got to officiate the uh, graveside ceremony. Talk about a pestle! Like I just like threw that at you. I did, and I got to quote. I was able to do it because I was the son of a preacher man. Uh, was he was a son of a preacher? Yeah. Oh, that song got played. Oh. Uh, not there, but at the lunch afterwards. And um, my family's fun. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just it was one of those things where today of the day of the like remembrance of life kind of ceremony, yeah. it was sixty degrees. Mm. Great, yeah. and we were inside. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. It was thirty. Yeah. We're outside. outside. Man, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> no tent. <laughs> nothing. And uh, I felt so bad. Uh, Chelsea ended up going and getting in the That's car Illinois with the kids. That's Illinois, though, man. Like, how, how appropriate. I know. I know. It was wild. Um, and it was nice. I, I would say, and then my dad got came up today, and he actually did the service. And it was just so cool that everyone involved was knew my grandma. Yeah. It was very, pers very personal. Yeah. You know? And uh, I don't know. I, it was the first... Uh, excuse me, first time Harry got to really meet the cousins on my side of the family. Mm -hmm. uh, all of them, I guess, at one time. And that was wild for him. It's a lot. It was a lot. For kids. Yeah, he came home and his face his face was like red for at least two hours. I mean, he was just... Going nuts. Going nuts. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, right before the funeral started, or the remembrance of life, if you will, they reminded, uh, they reminded, oh, last time we saw you, you were doing Godzilla roars. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thanks, family. So, want to hear one? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. It was nonstop roars after that. <clears throat> okay, so Buttigieg is out. Buttigieg show is out. Yeah, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I was gonna. It was funny though because we took the Buttigieg show out because we're like, no, it's gonna watch that, and then we spent thirteen minutes talking about kid shows and stuff. We need to rebrand our show. Two dads get together and talk about what it's like to raise kids in central Illinois and their political standings from bugs. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem with podcasts is you literally can talk about anything you want and we talk about... It's like it's sort of like where Seinfeld when they were doing the shows, the episodes about nothing. Yeah. And it's not that this is nothing, but it's sort of like they were like, what's the show about? Don't pigeonhole us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad we get together and hang out and talk. And yeah. Uh, and, I, I'm really blown away by the SoundCloud following we're getting, mm -hmm. yeah. and that's completely unsolicited. Yeah. Uh, so thank you if you're listening on any, uh, and I say SoundCloud because that's where our our podcast is home, yeah. uh, stored, if you will. I know a lot of you are listening through the Stitcher app. I know another one is uh, listening to this uh, addictive podcast. I can't remember if I'm getting that right. Wherever you're listening to yeah. us, RSS feed. Yes, thank you so much. We don't 
you know, we do appreciate, we don't shout out enough to our followers, people that are, are listening. No. And we... We sincerely do appreciate anybody that's listening to this because it matters. Like, we we thought that this would be a cool platform to just share our conversations because we hope that people would care about it. And the fact that people do, even if it was just one person, I'd be like, man, we're somebody cares about this stuff. Yeah. that That's cool to me. It, it is. And uh, we're still getting plays in Iran, which... Maybe we're solving the problems. You know what? If people in Iran are listening to this podcast and it helps them, God love them. God Seriously. love them. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I don't care if if you know if you're just listening to us for whatever reason. That's fine with me. It makes they're, me happy. If someone cares to listen to it. Maybe they're like targeting us. No, I know you're not. We know yeah. you're not. We. God, that was the most interesting when uh, Trump was being a dingus and said he was gonna bomb their cultural sites or whatever. That was a line that should never be crossed. Well, I know. pathetic. And the uh, response they had with posting all their cultural sites and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, gosh, they're just people, too. Governments just stink sometimes. I mean, that's what it all comes down to. It's is... propaganda. Trying to change your perspective. Make you feel like the other people are not people. I mean, mm. that's the whole premise behind how branding works, in my mind, of cultures and everything else. It's like, it's why... You know, I feel like um, certain cultures do have aspects of them that are more common than others. Yeah. Right? Um, but the whole idea of stereotyping to me is really just the fact that cultures have been branded a certain way and that stereotypes have been yeah. proliferated through whatever. And so it's like, it's even if you're not like a full-fledged supporter of certain stereotypes, it's like that, that seed's been planted and so you're like, even if you're not like thinking that way about a certain type ethnic group, whatever, your instant thought is, "Oh, they're this." Yeah. Even if you're not going to act on that thought, like it's been planted. Isn't that so weird? Yeah. I think it's because of tribalism through our, through our our makeup. And if you haven't seen that episode, check that one out. Tribalism is a very interesting thing. You probably have though. It's our number Hopefully one episode. Have. I know. I'm proud of that one for sure. I know. And but that's uh. just it. Tying it back tribalism and it's the decline of social capita right that it's that genetic yes if you if you get involved more and you have to be around people from the other side more you're just your your point of view is going to change correct it's when you hide in these isolation bubbles um and so speaking of isolation allowing your thoughts even to just uh, we just posted a thing on our Facebook page this week. It's a test that NPR did, and you can take it, and it'll tell you how much of a bubble you live in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, take it. Let us know what you got. Uh, I got a, I got a 62. I'll take my screenshot and post it. I was pretty proud of that. Yeah. Um, that's because I work where I work, and because we live where we live. There's a lot of people with different, different opinions here. Yeah. And I'd say we're probably the minority. Uh, in terms of our thought processes, probably. Yeah. I mean, Chicago changes Illinois' vote in a way that the rest of Illinois can't make up with. Um, we yeah, just, well, I think in totality, if it was I don't know what, aligned a certain way, maybe it would potentially rival that, but not. it's so fractured anywhere down south. Yes, exactly. It's pretty much all red if you get down and south. By down south, I mean south of, like, Joliet. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, that's what's sad that's exactly the point and um i was gonna just try to google this last time illinois uh went republican ever <laughs> <laughs> was it even called republicans then uh last time voted okay 
The answer is not very recently. They have 11 more going all the way back, and it doesn't... Looks like it's been a long time, and that's because of Chicago. I mean, that's just because of Chicago, right. so it's hard to keep up with that. Yeah. And I guess there's a few bigger cities. Cool. Okay. Nice. So, uh, 20 minutes in, we're sorry. We yeah. got, we dawdled. Yeah, we dawdled. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, so, Pete. Pete Buttigieg. I think it just changes the dynamic in so many ways, because now you've got Sanders, Biden, Klobuchar, Warren. Bloomberg. Uh, Bloomberg. Isn't there a sixth? Probably. Gabbard's still in it. No, Didn't she, she ever? Shouldn't be. Yeah, but she has to be to prove her defamation suit against Hillary. Clinton. I think she's technically still in it. Fine. But yeah, I think there's six participation award. Yeah, right. So there's five really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it changes because now you got a billionaire who bought it. You got a vice, former vice president that's losing it. Yeah, losing it, kind of stumbling, um, but somehow has a stranglehold on something in South Carolina, and then. Uh, You've got Warren, who's sort of just losing steam all around. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what she's going to cling to. And you got Sanders, who's been as he has always been, Consistent. chugging along, just constantly. We talked previously about this. I have this conspiracy esque theory that um, involves the DNC going after Sanders again because it's really what happened in 2016. Michael Moore, not my favorite human being, but I really do like some of his films and he did a really good one on how bernie got screwed over hmm. and uh, a lot yeah. of interesting information there but i really do think the dnc has it in their minds that bernie cannot win like they do not believe it is possible and they're doing everything they can to steer that so in my opinion they try to get Buttigieg to drop out in the hopes that those voters now go to biden and they try to keep Elizabeth in as long as they possibly can because the only person she's stealing votes from would be Sanders. Mm -hmm. I believe that. I know, and I don't think they know what to do with Bloomberg. That's kind of a, um, a weird left-field issue because, you know, if you take him at his word, he's pledged all this money to the Democratic cause to beat Trump, but right now he's, he's, like, he's almost like... Um, Fairly recently, somebody else ran, and uh, was it Ross Perot, flipped the ticket? Yes. Yeah. yeah, well... It's, it's I, almost that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't was going as a main party candidate. It wasn't Bob Dole, was it? I don't know. I think you're right. I do believe it was Ross Perot. But I think it's that kind of thing, another third candidate. So it's almost like Bloomberg's the third candidate. He's a Democrat. He's running So who is he stealing from? Everybody. I don't... I have a hard time believing he's stealing a lot from Sanders voters. Probably not Sanders as much, but he's more moderate. Like, I think he's probably taken from everybody but Sanders. But yeah. I think he's taken from everybody overall. I, I can see that. And I, yeah, I mean, he has So to much be. money. Like, how would you go to number three in the polls or whatever he is now? You know, like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, all the money in the, the, uh, the media that he's spreading out there, that's what's driving it. It's nuts. I mean, so much money he spent. Tom Sawyer, uh, Steyer, he has spent, like... He's like, yeah, sorry. Uh, he spent like three million just in South Carolina mm -hmm. on television ads. Yeah. He's a billionaire that didn't didn't go all in because no one knows who the hell he is. I feel bad too. He just he tried. Everyone tried. That's he the thing. I like I like Tom. I mean, he I don't was, feel bad for him. I yeah. If you're going for it in that regard, you're going for it. 
you gotta know what's coming with the territory. I think he literally knew he would never get it in that last debate. He was literally just trying to get people to pull together. And, like, that's nuts that he spent that much money just to be able to get on a stage and say that. There you go. I think I said something about him. Uh, people I miss right now. Who do you miss? I miss Yang. I don't know that I really miss anybody. I mean, I haven't been overly enthusiastic about this whole crowd. I know. Overall. Yeah. Um, my problem is... If Biden wouldn't have screwed up as much as he has, I would probably be much more supportive of him. Mainly because, as I told you long ago, I felt when Hillary ran, I felt like Biden should have ran then because he probably could have won and, you know, steered us away from this entire mess. But also, I feel like um, he wouldn't have had the time to become what he is now. It's just like this bumbling idiot sometimes. I know, and that's... I think you'd have been so much better. So here's my... I hate to admit this stuff, but I mean, that's what we're here for. Honest truths. I... I worry that so many people don't know a damn thing about democratic socialism. They don't. That Bernie Sanders is just going to get written off They forget the democratic part. They do. And I mean, it's going to be... That's the problem. The Trump voters that I work with... I mean, they're just... He's a socialist. If he wins the primary, I'll vote for him. But I'm scared that not enough people will. And the the moderate Democrats are voicing their concerns that if he gets the primary win, it's going to put their seats in danger because they're, it'll rally the Republicans to try and... They will. And, and I... It will be like people that are ignorant will start threatening the Civil War type crap again about... Oh, Bernie Sanders wins, I'm going to get my AR-15 and go crazy. Yep. What? You did right. And I don't know what to do about that. Like, I like Bernie Sanders. I like the ideas he's putting forward. I do not want a middle of the road. Like, I do not want to believe... I do not want to believe if the left has any momentum to bring the pendulum back that the middle is all we can get. I see it a little bit differently in terms of not as all we can get yeah, kind of thing. I'm just trying to find the realm where we can all make progress. And in my mind, progress doesn't happen if you're too far one way or the other, regardless. Show me the progress with Biden, other than he's not Trump. Well, I, I think that anybody other than Trump would push the cause in the right direction in terms of the, the country's leadership. But, yes, yes. Global stage, judges, yeah. everything. I agree. And I'm reconciled to the fact that if Bernie gets elected, he's not just going to get to do everything he wants. Yeah. I don't like everything he proposes, but I also see the checks and balances. There's My no worry, way Bernie could be a two-term. I don't think Biden could be two-term. I don't know. It just, yeah, probably not. <laughs> They're so old, who knows if they make it. But, um, I don't know. I... I am not bothered by the quote-unquote middle of the road so long as progress gets to be made. I don't want either side to be freaked out so much that they just go complete opposite of, you know, you know, just want to push out the opposing opinion. I want to, I want someone who can actually unify versus someone who says they can and then will push the other side to the brink. I'm not saying the left would. No, no, you're right. That's what Bernie that, will do. That's why that's I think that everyone's so mad right now about Trump, at least that's reasonable to, to me because yeah. it's like he pushed those extremes and like I didn't like the guy going to office 
but I was hoping that he would have a few things to offer that would try to really unify and like get people to go along with him. But like everything he's chosen to make a stand on is just the, you know, it just seems dirty. I think Bernie and Trump would be the best debate. I think those would that would the, that would be the best chance at a debate in the Democrats. I think Biden gets shredded. In Probably. my in my mind, Biden gets shredded. Probably, if he gets left to be Joe. If he gets left to talk longer than thirty seconds, like right now, he's got it easy. He's sharing the stage with a bunch of people. Yeah. It's just him and Trump, and he gets fifteen minutes or so, five minutes for your opening statement. Oh God. I think if prepped properly, it could go either way. That's more of my stance on it. I know that Bernie would be fine yeah. in the debates because he's been saying the same thing forever. Yep. So I don't have a problem with that side of it. I think in the debates, for him to win, really would have to be to prove that he's not the quote-unquote just socialist. And that's where I need Bernie to start playing the game more. Like, I need Bernie to like acknowledge that there's bigger things on the line than pleasing this liberal snowflake base. Like, I, I mean, I hate to say that, but, like... Sure. When he's talking about restoring voting rights to the Ukraine or the Russian brothers who did the Boston Marathon, I mean, that's too far, Bernie. Yeah. Standing on your principles at all costs can bite you. Yeah. It can support you. It's like a double-edged sword. Completely. Right. Exactly. So. I think he needs to lean into his middle of the road with guns. I think that's where he needs to lean into to get some of the big All of the Democratic people need to lean middle of the road with guns. They They're need to not. Be, they need to be pro-gun in terms of legally owning guns and using them for legal purposes. Not just... Yeah. Not saying things like, gun manufacturers, we're coming, we're coming after you. I know. Like, that kind of stuff, it just it sends the wrong message across the board. Like, I think you're not you're going to piss some people off because it's not strong enough. Yeah. But guess what? Like I've said, if you don't have any compromise, you're not going to get a lot done in politics. And that's and that's where the I... The right way. And see, here's my thing. I agree with the fact that if Biden were to win the presidency, that would make it a lot easier for... Uh, it'd be a lot easier to win over the Senate. Yeah. You know? Because it's the middle of the road. People are comfortable. It's not scary. Um, but as I was showing you upstairs, I mean, this is from six days ago. Joe Biden, from Fox News, but Joe Biden under probe in Ukraine for alleged link to top prosecutor 2016 ouster. And, uh, of course, it has some Rudy Giuliani ties in there. And um, so the attorney for the stole, uh, Shokin, the guy yep. that biden had ousted right if you will corruption part yeah. thing yeah so uh his lawyer said they need to investigate this they have no other alternative they are required to do this by the decision of the court if they don't then they violate a whole string of procedural of procedural norms <laughs> and uh even fox news has to like tamp this down a little bit because they say um, anybody could have done this. The, uh, the director of Ukraine's Anti-Corruption Action Center told the Post, though, that anyone could seek such a court order. 
claiming the sequence of events here indicates that Shokin's attorney essentially made the Bureau of Investigation launch the case. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I wonder who he's been talking to. My guess is that's a Giuliani scheme in the works. Probably. It's dirty all around. It's dirty all the way around. And this is my fear with Biden. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know how many people think Biden is just this guilty person right now? Yeah. We have legit. people. Yeah. People think Biden's guilty and Bernie's a socialist. Mm -hmm. And everyone else has dropped out of the damn race. It's almost like Trump's like moving the chess pieces. And that's what my fear is. Like I said that to you. To get reelected. There's a reason that Trump was willing to risk impeachment to go after Biden. He knows that's a threat. Sure. I think he knows Bernie is the... Sure. He's going to do as much as he possibly can. I mean, he's literally gotten out of it, and now he's off the rails. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, well, and the damage is done. Biden tanked in the polls. He's struggled to come back. I think Bernie's going to... I think Bernie's going to do really well on Super Tuesday. I hope so. Yeah, probably will. I think so, too. We'll but see. DNC, I think, is the one that... We'll see what cards get played. Pulls the sure. strings. So... All right, cool. Yep, we'll wrap up. Uh, it's late, and uh, it's late. I gotta get this up tomorrow. Yeah, man. So, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, this has been a short one, but a good one. And oh, quick shout out to your friend. Oh man, uh, <coughs> before we forget, David, Mr. Yes. David Hodgkiss, over in the UK. Uh, we have not forgotten about you, sir. We will be doing an episode related to the topic you have proposed, which is basically to. Look at environmental factors and then talk about the U.S.'s role in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we may take a bit of a spin different than what you may have proposed. But I think we'll get to the root of what you've asked for, but also maybe provide some good commentary of our own. And you're so, required to watch because it was your idea. That's right. We really appreciate it. And that's just it, guys. Anybody who wants to suggest a topic and, and get something out there for us to research, please let us know. We'd be glad to take it up and... We'll get out there. We get a, you get a shout out, and you get us uh, our take on things. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please share with your friends if you like what you're hearing. Uh, honestly, I don't really care if share it if you don't like what you're hearing. We just need the views. So uh, <laughs> that's right. We're get open. us out there, guys. Have a nice day. Have a nice week. Thanks. Take care.